folks, welcome to the Sergeant Pepper's Only Harsh Love Band Good Time Podcast. It's the only podcast that uh, does what we do. We're talking today about Carl, Carl, Carl Heinz Stockhausen and W.C. Fields. We're going to find out what the W and the C stand for. Who cares? was a German composer, music theorist, and an electronic music pioneer. He was one of the most important and influential composers of the 20th century, according to AI, and his work is widely considered to be of the most important and innovative of the post-World War II era. Stockhausen began his career as a composer in the 1950s, and his early work was heavily influenced by serialism, a technique that involves the use of a series of pitches or rhythms in a specific order. He later began to incorporate elements of electronic and experimental music into his compositions, and he is considered to be one of the pioneers of electrical music. Stockhausen remains a godfather of the avant-garde, whose boundary-pushing music influenced the Beatles' own groundbreaking experiments in the studio, starting with their tape experiments of Revolver's Tomorrow Never Knows. Paul McCartney introduced Stockhausen's work to the group, so this is likely his pick. How many picks do you think they each got? Um, if I'm going to guess, I'm going to say around about 20? Well, Ringo didn't care. He didn't give a list. George only gave gurus. George only gave gurus. Yeah, yeah and, and, and then... And they all made it, I think. Really? Uh, except Gandhi. So George only picked like six people or like five people? Yeah, Ringo didn't pick any, and the rest were either John or Paul or um, Brian Epstein or Art Blake, I think was his name, the guy that designed it. W.C. Fields was a famous American comedian, actor, and juggler who lived from 1880 to 1946. He started off as a vaudeville performer and quickly became known for his comic talents and his ability to juggle various objects all simultaneously. He went on to appear in a number of stage productions, films, and television shows and was considered to be one of the most popular comedians of the time. Uh, Fields was known for his acerbic wit and his ability to deliver one-liners with impeccable timing. He was also known for his love of alcohol and the pimples all over his nose, (laughs) which formed the basis of his comic routines. In addition to his comedic talents... Uh, And nose pimples, his nose was also noticeably red in color, also a symptom of his alcoholism. He was a skilled dramatic actor. Uh, He appeared in a number of films in which he played serious roles. Including Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. (laughs) Yeah. That's when when he crashed the, uh, when he, you know, Santa was like, you can do it, Rudolph. And he's like, thank you, Santa. And then they all died that night because Rudolph was hammered. He got, yeah, he started blowing up in the 1930s, appearing in uh, several films, including It's a Gift and The Bank Dick. I've actually, I used to have a copy of that movie. The Bank it just means that he works, he was like, he worked at the bank. Uh, I don't remember much about it. It was not a silent film, I can tell you that. It did have a built-in, uh, a baked-in audio track. I like that. 
liked it that. Uh, his later years were marked with health problems, though. Very surprising mm. for a man with an acne uh, infestation on his nose for the majority of his life. He had a bunch of strokes, and then he died in 1946 at the age of 66. Uh, his legacy as one of the greatest comedians in American history continues to this day. If he was still alive, he would have been 87 when the album came out. Um, W.C. Fields also famously, this is from my knowledge, my personal knowledge, he was known for having a tremendous dislike of children. He did not like children. Um, I don't think Jimmy Durante did either, and they were basically the same person, but I know for a fact that W.C. Fields was not a fan of children. They annoyed him. He would say, get out of here, you bother me. <laughs> get out of here, can't you bother me? That was W.C. Fields. Two greats. So different, yet both so sublime. Their legacies continue to chime. Stockhausen's notes and Fields' jokes echo through the ages like timeless pokes. A pioneer of electronic sound, his music still resonates all around. Did you just come up with that? W.C. Fields, a comedian so witty and wise, with a drink in hand he'd light up your eyes. That's beautiful. A master of sarcasm, a true comedic gem. His humor still makes us laugh time and again and again and time and again. I mean, he was a vaudeville guy. It's simple as that. W.C. Fields, really, he was just a dude... He knew how to give a good song and a dance, you know? He wasn't the Three Stooges. Why aren't the Three Stooges on here? No one from the no. Three Stooges is on this. They got Laurel and Hardy. They got Laurel and Hardy. And they got one of the Bowery Boys. Yeah, they got Hunts Hall. And they got they got Oliver and Stan Laurel and Oliver Hardy. Both great. No Stooges. Not, not one Stooge. No. If it was me... I will put up Mo. Yeah, because you already got enough bald guys up there, so you don't need Curly. <laughs> yeah, and you've got enough rat nests up there, too. You don't really need uh, Larry. But you don't have as many bowl cuts. You don't? No, I don't mm, I don't see one. Except Maybe on, Paul. on the Beatles, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Paul was holding on to that bowl, that bowl cut. The rest of them... We're moving on to new still, things. Still using that same bowl. Ringo Starr could have been Wolverine. Have you still not really heard this album? Oh, I've heard it all. Over, you know, a long time ago. I know all these songs. I hear them. I know them when I hear them. Who do you think that Bugs Bunny... Uh, would uh, 
would trick into kissing him on this album cover. Nah, you know what? Forget that. Who do you think Mae West would rather talk to between W.C. Fields and Carl Hamburgers? No question. W.C. Fields. You think she would rather talk to W.C. Fields? because she's got the drinks. Can we test this theory? Let's test it. Hello there, W.C. What brings you to this neck of the woods? Ah, Miss West. Always a pleasure to see you. I'm just here to take in the sights and sounds, as it were. Well, don't let me stop you. I'm here to do the same myself. You know, I saw your latest movie, The Bank Dick. You had me in stitches. Why, thank you, my dear. You've always been a fan of my work, haven't you? Oh, you know me. I've... Always had a soft spot for a man with quick wit and a glass of whiskey in his hand. Ha! I couldn't agree more. Say, speaking of whiskey, can to join me for a drink? Well, you don't have to ask me twice, W.C. Let's go raise a glass to our health and happiness. The two Hollywood legends made their way to the bar where they ordered a couple of glasses of their favorite whiskey. As they chatted and joked... They attract the attention of everyone in the room with their larger-than-life personalities. Mae West and W. Fields continued to entertain each other and the crowd with their quick wit and charm until the wee hours of the morning. As they said their goodbyes, Mae turned to W.C. and said, You know, W.C., we should do this more often. You and I, we make quite a pair. W.C. Fields simply tapped his hat and replied, I couldn't agree more, Miss West. Until next time. Well, there you have it. All right. Way to so go, they W.C. Had a great time. Yeah, it sounds like plans. W.C. Fields be today? Am I off base to say Bill Murray? Yeah. He's a curm- he's an ugly curmudgeon. Yeah. That's what we're looking for, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. But also funny and yeah. like a party a yeah. party guy. Yeah, I like that. All right. So Bill Murray and then uh, Stockhausen. Stockhausen. I'm just going to say Thomas Dolby. <laughs> that's that's taking it back. Or what about what about Faltermeyer? I don't know. He's still alive. Who's that? Uh, Faltermeyer. He did the Axel F. Don't ring a bell. What are you talking about? The Axel Foley song? It does like a bells thing at a certain point. That was beautiful. I don't think I've heard that before. 
No, I can't do it anymore. You know the song. I'll have to listen to it. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Hold on. I can't go higher than that. Trying different keys to see if I can get the one that reminds you of it. Uh, Harold Faltermeyer, that is my choice for uh, also, I think, a German guy. German guy. Yeah. Was uh, music or is he's still alive, but he did the theme song to Fletch. He's done a lot of or he's done a lot of scores, uh, score work in the 80s. Did a, did a song for Kevin Smith in the mid 2000s, okay. that cop out movie with oh, Tracy cop-out Morgan. Movie. That was filmed in my block, actually. <laughs> was it? Yeah, in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. Nice. Yeah, I got to meet Kevin Smith that day. It was good. So Born in the same hospital. We need we to are. put Kevin Smith somewhere on here. We'll figure it out. He deserves it. Mm-hmm. There's uh, no room. Well, if we go to the left, but that's where we... Who do we put No, I in just that mean space? at some point, he should be one of these people. Yeah, I, th- I, I think we'll be getting to doing some, some film directors. Maybe Wax Paul. We could replace Wax Paul with Kevin Smith. Wax Paul. I'm thinking about all four of those wax dummies as just the monkeys. <laughs> yeah, that works. Um, They've got the same amount of talent. <laughs> burn. No, Mickey Dillon's quite talented. Mike Nesmith. No, they were good. Yeah. They still made a couple hits <laughs> after uh, once they had control over the band. I looked into it. They did. I was I was a big monkeys fan growing up, actually. I I've, I used I've to heard watch it all. the reruns with my mom. Reruns are great. Yeah, it was a good show. Zappa in an episode, too? I don't remember that. There's an episode where Zappa plays Mike Nesmith, and Mike Nesmith plays Frank Zappa. <laughs> really? It's, yeah. It's fun. I don't know you could talk about Zappa on television back in the 60s. Evidently. <laughs> you could. He'd have to be on here, too. Heck. Well, no, he's he's not German. But as a com- as a composer, pushing boundaries. What if we just plagiarized this whole album, turned it into uh, turned it into a vaporwave? It's all one song, though. How long is this album? Just one cut. Twenty-eight minutes, probably. Twenty-eight, twenty-eight minute track. It's probably not that long. It's all vaporwave. We uh, fifty percent, fifty percent speed. So it would be uh, fifty-six minutes. Okay, it's a, it's thirty-nine minutes long. Okay, so seventy-eight minutes, seventy-eight minute track, one track, seventy-eight minutes long, and uh, dubstep. Vaporwave, but like with some dubstep. Not as punchy. I don't want crunchy, like crunchy, punchy, like have it kind of in the background, like it's getting absorbed into the into the vaporwave. But dubstep beat and some of the wub wubs. Like uh Sergeant Wub Wub's lonely dubstep man. Yeah. 
Sergeant Wolf Wolf slowly dub dub. <laughs> talking about next time uh, when we come back next time frank sinatra it's carl young and poe so it's going to be a real happy episode oh yeah next time uh, make sure you have your album out and ready poe young next week's episode the young and the poe <laughs>